Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. What is this? asked Ignacio Valente. He stared down at the bowl of something his wife Angelico had just put in front of him. Macaroni, you stunad, she replied. The Italian New Yorker was more than familiar with the traditional dish, and what he was looking at wasn't macaroni. Where'd you learn how to cook? he shot back. If this were a movie, Angelico's next move would have been to pick up a frying pan and throw it at her husband. It was 1904, so it may have actually happened and the couple began to argue over her macaroni. It's a real issue, you know, not having your pasta cooked right. All of the neighbors on East 16th Street could probably hear the two quarreling at the Italian level of quiet, which, for the rest of us, is roughly one decibel below screaming. The fight ended with Angelico storming out of their home, swearing that she'd rather die than return. And that was that. Ignacio got some time to cool down, but he realized that his wife had been gone for a long time. He continued to wait, and wait, and wait some more. Angelico's last words were beginning to feel prophetic. She wasn't coming home, and that scared him. They had a two-year-old daughter who needed a mom. He needed his wife back, too. After all, who was going to poorly cook their family macaroni? Ignacio reported her missing to the police and requested for them to begin a search. He described her in as much detail as possible. He was left to wait again, but not long after, he got a call back. The police had found her, and she was waiting to be officially identified down at the morgue. Ignacio's heart sank. He hung up the phone and broke the news to his daughter. The two went down to the morgue together. Perhaps it would bring some closure. The mortician produced Angelico's body, and Ignacio looked her over. The clothing was hers, but there was something about the body that didn't seem right. They all change after death, the mortician said as justification for the differences in her appearance. No, it couldn't be her, Ignacio pushed back. He insisted the dead woman lying in front of him was far too pretty to be his wife. But the mortician pushed back even harder. Death beautifies them all, he declared. While not entirely convinced, he accepted the expert's opinion and had the body brought back to their home. His wife's last words weren't the only ones playing on repeat in his head. He remembered her telling him a long time ago, that she wanted to be buried in her wedding dress. It was a simple request, and Ignacio obliged. The funeral was held, her body was buried, and an announcement went out in all of the local Italian newspapers. A few days later, Ignacio walked into his home to find the place a mess. Rummaging around in a frantic search was a woman who looked eerily familiar. When she noticed him, she stared straight into his eyes and asked, What has become of it? Angelico was, of course, referring to her wedding dress. Her husband stood there in disbelief. I buried you in it three days ago. No, his wife wasn't dead. She just took an extended leave of absence, and she wouldn't have come back so quickly if she hadn't read about her death in the newspaper. Ignacio had buried a total stranger, a woman who appeared to be the prettier version of his very alive wife. Of course, Angelico wasn't happy with this turn of events and demanded a new wedding dress to be buried in when she actually died. 
and not just any old wedding dress, the same wedding dress. Convinced it was his wife standing in front of him, he agreed to her terms. Ignacio promptly filed a bill with the city, demanding they repay his expenses, $250 in total, $40 in lost wages, due to not only the grief of the initial loss, but also the illness that followed the shock of finding his wife alive, and the remaining 110 to replace her wedding dress. He firmly contended that all of the blame rested on the mortician's shoulders, thanks to his pushing and prodding to confirm the woman's identity. We don't know if Ignacio was ever reimbursed by the city, and as far as the official record goes, no one still knows who the dead woman was. May she continue to rest in peace. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.